Welcome to the Sisterhood of Healing podcast, the podcast that wants to help you reach your best and most divine potential. Each week, we dive into topics concerning inner healing, wellness, and spirituality. We discuss strategies and practice from our own personal experiences regarding higher energies, trauma, and connecting to the divine as we take you through our own personal journeys to discover the highest versions of ourselves. In combination with guest speakers, we bring you a comprehensive guide to mental and spiritual wellness and the ability to connect to yourself and the world around you on a deeper level. I'm Nicole. And I'm Christina. And we are two sisters who want to take you along on our spiritual and healing journey. We are each on our own individual healing and spiritual path and bring unique perspectives regarding yoga, chakra healing, meditation, intuition, and trauma healing. Sometimes life is messy, sometimes it's confusing, and sometimes everything falls perfectly into place. Join us as we navigate the path to divine enlightenment together. Hello sisters, brothers, and all non-binary listeners, and welcome to season two of the Sisterhood of Healing podcast. We're so happy to be back for a second season, and if you're just joining us, welcome. We're so happy to have you here, and if you're returning, thanks for coming back. We've got some great stuff lined up for you this season, some fantastic guests and conversations. So if you're just embarking on your healing journey or you're looking for a little bit of extra support to help you on the way, this is the place to be. We hope to inspire you with the conversations that we have this season and to really give you what you need to help you in the best way possible to reaching whatever it is you are trying to reach and to being your most authentic self. So without any further ado, let's get right into it. Let's welcome Brad to our show today. Uh, We're happy that Brad's joining us all the way from Texas, (laughs) all the way down to Austin, Texas, like (laughs) this cool little bubble within this very diverse state. <laughs> is it, I know nothing about uh, Texas. So is it unique to the rest of Texas? Yeah, well, Tex- I mean, Texas is the South, right? It's like the American South. Like it's, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to insult anybody, but <laughs> in Texas is this really cool little city called Austin, which is this super progressive, um, fun, accepting, loving, like energetic city um at the like south point of the U.S. which is just super interesting but it actually was created as the safe haven in the south for gay people to go and be safe and not be brutalized or attacked or anything and then just grew into the slogan is keep Austin weird like it's a weird town full of just like be who you want do what you want um kind of environment that's the best way I can explain it that's I knew I didn't know that about Austin that makes me want to visit it now (laughs) honestly there's a big river that runs through the like skyscrapers of the city, like, and you paddleboard and kayak and all the things through a city. Like, it's the coolest thing ever. Okay. I highly recommend it. All right. I'm, I'm coming now. <laughs> Very cool. All right, Brad. Um, well, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for telling us a little bit about Austin too. Something I'm going to put on my bucket list. Um, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself, uh, who you are, what you do, just so our listeners can get to know you a little bit? Yeah, of course. Um, Yeah, my name is Brad Barnes, and I am a dating coach as well as a trainer in emotional intelligence. So really 
truthfully blending the two together. How can I utilize emotional intelligence to manifest my dream relationship, to call in and create my dream relationship? And I work with dating primarily with women and in my EQ trainings, um, all types of people across the board um, from literally 19 to, I don't know, the oldest person I've worked with is like 80 something, like truly across the board um, in those trainings. And yeah, just my, what I found that has worked really well is taking full ownership and responsibility for what's not working in order to create the biggest possibility of stepping into the big relationship, the one relationship as fast as possible versus, you know, learning all our lessons through the tiny ones, through the three month, the six month, the one month, the two weeks, right? All those lessons we learn in there truly just unlock who we are. They have a space where we give up who we are and learn and grow from it. So my philosophy is, can I do all of that with you now? Can we do it all now? Can we face all the fears, all the things that stop you now so that the next relationship is the relationship? And um, oh, it's been so powerful. The results are incredible. The amount of engagements, the amount of um, dream relationships that have been created, it just lights my soul on fire. I love that. I love to hear all about these positive things happening because I feel like um, like being a part of dating culture can kind of get a little toxic, a little um, pessimistic. So it's like this enthusiasm that you're bringing to it is just incredible, I think. Thank you. Yeah, my philosophy is dating should be fun. You're looking for love, but like no one wants a relationship that's not fun, right? And yeah. so why do we even step in with the energy that it's not fun? Because then you're going to source some serious relationship that isn't fun. And like, I don't know. I, yeah, nobody, right? <laughs> the second that I was able to really like find the, the fun in dating was the second I let go of so much attachment and so much um, just holding on so tight, like trying to get everyone to fit in the box. And the truth was you cannot fit the wrong person in that box. It's just not going to happen. And so adding fun and just mm, like childlike wonder to dating, what has truly been like the secret antidote that, that I'm able to create with my clients that has them release all the attachment and all the fear and all the things that just don't serve going into a first date um, and just being able to show up and play. I love that you said that you need to insert like this childhood anecdote. I think that's something that can apply to all of life as well. Like, I think a lot of the times we take it too seriously. Like, yes, we're adulting, but there's like taking life too seriously. And we, there's such a disconnect between like that joy we experienced in childhood and then like bringing it into adulthood. So I love that you incorporate that as part of what you do and like the essence of, of like your, the base of your beliefs. I think that's incredible. Yeah. You know, if we're being fully authentic to who we are, there's no way that that little six-year-old inside of you doesn't, doesn't equal a piece of that pie. Like it just is like, it's, it's who we are at our core. We have this little boy, this little girl inside of us that, um, is a piece of who we are. And, oh man, the second that I was able to come back to that was truly when my life exploded, like everything I wanted. And in my relationship, the truth is it's my partner's favorite part. When I'm able to be in my, in my little boy and just play and have fun, like <laughs> she just melts. Um, and so, 
yeah, I find it so important. It's so vital to being in a relationship. So is that what led you to being a coach or did you become a dating and emotional intelligence coach first? And then you discovered kind of this integral part. So the truth is that like, I was the six-year-old at lunch break with like seven girls around me asking me <laughs> questions. It's ridiculous. Like truly it, it only at like, only at that age, could I have been free enough and careless enough to be like, yeah, this is how I want to spend my lunch break. What's going on? How can I support you? Like as weird as it sounds like, it's just, I've always been on this path. It's, it's, and weirdly enough, it was always with women. Like I, I, I truly don't, I don't fit the mold of, of what it means to like be a man, especially in America. Like I don't fit the fucking mold, just being honest. And so coming through and navigating all of what I got to navigate in order to be okay with that and really own that, um, created this superpower of being able to be the container of trust the container of safety for women that is just not common. And I hold that as like the thing closest to my heart is that I can be that for people. And so when I discovered that, I was like, okay, great. Well, now I get to do that for the maximum amount of people. Like, why would I be selfish about that? Yeah. And so it had me step into um, wanting to use it and then getting curious about like, how do I get to use this in my life? How do I get to apply this? How do I get to give it away? Um, because I, I just knew it was different. And as I grew up and as I, you know, got into my early twenties, I was living in Hollywood. Like it was the epitome of unhealthy. There was so much unhealthy, unhealthy, masculine, unhealthy, feminine, just like not working. And so, um, I stepped into, for me, the first access point into personal development and began just looking and unlocking me, my authentic self, my superpowers. And through that was like, okay, I can't, like I, like I said, I don't get to keep this for myself. I get to give it away. And so um, through that began learning everything I needed to learn and absorbing everything I needed to learn. And the truth was when I stepped out of that, then I went into all the ways that dating doesn't work. And I literally faced every single one of them. I had like a year and a half of three month, three month, three month, three month relationships. Like I got to the point when people normally get serious and they crumbled. And so I got to learn a lot. Like I got to learn a lot about what didn't work. And through that began going, okay, so what does work? What can I take from each one? And what I was able to build was a roadmap. And then I was like, okay, I get to implement this, right? Like I got to be my own success story. I get to use this to, it's, to, to make sure that it works. And so through that was able to really do the work that I built, that I created and ended up literally just like the results I create now for my clients, dream partners just fall right in front of you. It's, it's truly mind blowing. I don't like even talking about it makes me go like, how the hell do I get to do this for a living? But um, I was able to do it for myself. And I was able to find the formula, the way in which you can, without searching and driving and, you know, making, asking everyone out and doing all this, like all this work that makes it feel really hard. And without any of that was able to literally just bump in to the person that I'm committed to spending the rest of my life with. 
And from that, I was like, okay, this is different. Like, this isn't dating. This isn't how people experience dating and have been able to replicate that over and over and over again. And like the crazy part is for some people, it's two hours of work, like literally two hours of work. And for some people it's six months, right? But um, we all just have some things that are standing in our way. Some conversation, some fear, some limiting belief, some belief about ourselves that doesn't work. And when we can get those out of the way, my experience is that that partner just appears. And so um, now I'm just on a mission to like give it away to as many people as possible. I, I love it. So our, this is obviously just an audio recording. And in this moment, I'm feeling that that's such a shame because nobody is going to be able to see like the joy on your face, <laughs> the passion in your expression. Like it's just, it's just emanating off of me. I'm like, oh man, like you got me charged up right now. Like you've got me leaving and like everything. And like, that's exactly what you want in a coach. And like, that's exactly what you want in, in like someone who's going to kind of like lead you or like make you truly believe that, you know, your ideal person is out there. And like you said, like you, you guide people to, um, kind of recognize, uh, like their limiting beliefs or like that one little thing that they need to switch over. And I think that like with your passion and like the core of like why you got into this, I would trust you. And you said that, you know, the the big thing, like one of the big things is like making people feel safe with that too. Mm -hmm. So important. So important. And you touched on um, something I want to go back to. You said that like, you're not the ideal uh, version of like masculinity, Mm -hmm. which is like so subjective in our society. And I know like I'm Canadian, you're American. And I, from what I know of American culture, like, yes, it's like pretty hardcore, um, pretty, pretty definitive in many, many ways. And I love that. Like you've been able to be vulnerable, step outside of that, like fall into your actual authentic self, which is so important for all of us to do. Right. Like that's when you're really living, like you're living like your best life. Your truest self is when you can step into your authentic self. And I think it's just so wonderful that you found that you use it and you help other people to do that as well, to find love. Like there's no more beautiful thing. (laughs) I know. I know. And to be fair, in my opinion, I would say that I am 100% the ideal man, right? Like (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. I've done a lot of fucking work to make sure that I am the ideal man. It's all about the work. (laughs) Right. And, um, and, but there's a lot of stuff in between people really realizing that. Because the truth is that I don't know a lot of people who don't want a man that will truly sit with you and be willing to be vulnerable, be willing to cry, be willing to feel and empathize with you on that really deep level. And that's the conversation that's blurry, that people aren't just willing to actually sit in. And so I get to be that for people so that they know it, it's out there and it's mm-hmm. real and it exists. And um, You're yes. like a beacon of hope. there's just this beacon (laughs) I'll take it I will take it (laughs) joy and hope and positivity (laughs) yeah I try you know I I try my best to show people the possibility and um the truth is like relationship isn't easy and and there's also that misconception that like you're gonna find this person and now the work is done Mm -hmm. the truth is like it ain't nothing to find them Mm-hmm. It's keeping a relationship where you're happy, healthy, communicate, love each other, 
um, are intimate, are caring, are safe, like keeping all of that alive over the period of years and decades, that's the hard part. That's the Mm -hmm. real stretch. And the truth is no one teaches us how to do that. No, no, no one does. So um, as a dating and emotional intelligence coach, mm -hmm. are those the things you teach your clients? Like what are the benefits of having a coach like you? So I like to say that I'll take you from breakup until safely, happily in a committed relationship because it is a spectrum of a journey. And those are three separate journeys, healing from a breakup, healing from being dumped, making sure that you don't start believing things about yourself that just aren't true. Like I'm unlovable, like I'm unworthy, like it's not possible, Mm -hmm. it can't happen. So there's like phase one. Phase two is now I get to find the person, right? And so a lot of people, the biggest chunk is in phase two, like really finding the person, getting the conversations out of the way that are stopping you from finding the person. And then you're speaking about that third phase, which is now, how do I not mess it up? And <laughs> most people are like, okay, oh, that's the most valuable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Cause when you go to like text them something from your like wounded feminine and you send it to me instead, right. And get that out of the way so that you get coaching and support on it. And before you go and bring that to this person, cause um. I used to say you can't mess it up with the right person, but I don't necessarily believe that anymore. Like, I think you really can, if you're willing, if you continue to come from a wounded space, if you continue to put your hurt on this person, that person's, their job isn't to hold that for you. Mm -hmm. Their job isn't to fix you. Just like you don't want them to be there fixing you. Uh, You don't want to be there fixing them. Yeah. And so that's where it's so important to go anywhere else with that pain, but that person at the beginning, because you haven't established that communication. You haven't established those boundaries of being able to hold each other in, in those moments. And so it's really a spectrum. And the, the biggest conversation I hear is like, it feels weird to put this much energy into dating. Like it should be natural. It should be easy. It should just come right. And that's where I pause and I go, but can we take a second and look at the divorce rate? Like, can we take a second and go like, yeah, it's really easy to find someone. It's really easy to find someone. Yeah. I hear that all the time. People are like, well, no, you're successful. You're this, you're that, you're blah, blah, blah. It shouldn't be hard for you to find a guy. And I'm like, oh, I can find anyone any night of the week, but like, are they, have they done the work most of all? And are they someone I'm compatible with? And this like, yeah, exactly what you're saying. Exactly what you're saying. And so, yeah, it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't take a lot of work to find someone, but if you want to find the one the next time, then yeah, we got some, we have some work to do. But the truth is that the work I do, and this is why I love it so much, translates to every domain. You're not just going to show up better in dating. You're going to show up better in relationships with your best friends, with your parents, at work, in your relationship with yourself and health and fitness. Like it truly translates because I believe the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Mm-hmm. If you can is. get to that like core of, like you're saying, like all those like roadblocks and whatnot, if you can get to the core of that, yeah, it's going to just yeah. emanate into every other aspect of your life. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, yeah, it's not just about dating. And because pe- that comes up for so many people, like I, how can I justify putting, investing into dating? And I'm like, you're not, you're actually investing into being your authentic self 
mm-hmm. and owning it. Yes. Just owning it. Cause then you're not going to give up who you are in your next relationship. You're not going to get lost in your next relationship. It's not going to take you six dates to finally actually let them see who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, a lot of people hold back. Right. Yeah. They try to be a version of them. They think the date wants. Yeah. And that just is taking longer and longer for you to actually know if they're right. And so in my, um, in, in my coaching journey, like the first thing we do is you get to show up as you non-negotiable because you're just wasting your time. Yeah. You're just wasting time. Yeah. Would you say that that's the greatest roadblock you normally see is that like when you have clients and they're coming in and like, okay, like I can't figure this out. Um, would you say that most people aren't showing up as themselves? Like, what would you say is the greatest roadblock for your clients? Yeah, well, it's really, really challenging to show up 100% authentic 100% of the time. It's really challenging because our fears take us out. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. for a lot of people, we're not even aware of what those fears are. So we can't, we can't even meet the fear because we don't even know what it is. And so, yeah, I, I think a lot of people really struggle with being themselves and we all had a mom and we all had a dad. So we all have reasons as to why that started. Mm -hmm. And God, someone once told me, we all have trauma. We all have trauma. But the truth is it's your responsibility to to meet it and move through it because no one else will do it for you. Yeah. I was actually just having that conversation with a friend last night about, you know, personal traumas and and this and that, and like working through it and the process and, and, um, you know, the frustration of, like you said, like linking it back to your families. And, and it's, it's a lot of, uh, I guess a lot of introspection, a lot of, uh, going places you don't necessarily want to go, but so important to do that like so important to do that. And it's, it's quite life-changing when you do, and you actually tackle those things. It really does like change your whole perspective on things, how you approach things. Yeah. I, I, I believe that every time you release that trauma, you unlock your authentic self, a new Mm -hmm. piece, a new layer. And so the value in actually going in and doing it is that on the other side of it is just you being more safe and comfortable being fully expressed Mm. and I I just think at the core of a human being just wants to be able to be safe being them yeah I think I think we're experiencing so much of that in our culture of like people being so tired of being made wrong for who they are and being more willing to own that and let it go and be themselves and so I just you know I'm on that journey because I was in the same space, like, yeah. so felt so wrong, yeah. so wrong for who I was. And, and the reward on the other side of letting that go. So much. So fun. yeah, it's a massive piece of it. So being your authentic self. So where does or how does um, self love factor into your client's journey from mm-hmm. figuring their their, like root traumas out to finding the one? Yeah. Um, How important is it? I, I really believe you can only love someone as much as you're willing to love yourself. And 
you can only receive love as much as you're willing to love yourself. And so people can try to love you all day. You could have found the person who can love at a level 12 out of 10. But if you don't receive it, then you're not going to accept it. If you're not willing to hear it, you're not going to accept it. And early on, my first, my high school girlfriend, which I had for five and a half years, I did the whole shebang, the whole journey. (laughs) And what I truly realized was like, man, she had the capacity to love me at a 12 out of 10. And I could not get close to it. And how that massively got in the way. And and now I'm again in a relationship with someone who can love me at a 12 out of 10, but at least I can meet her at a 10, you know? Yeah. And so when it comes to self-love, it's across the board. It's so, so, so important. It's so vital. And when I think of self-love, I really think of self-worth. Like mm-hmm. how worthy do you believe you are? Cause you'll receive love at a 10 if you think you're worthy of it, or you'll receive love at a two if you think mm-hmm. you're worthy of it. And I have a lot of women all of them, just to be completely honest, that struggle with self-worth, struggle with, with believing in themselves. Yeah. I was, society, I was one of those people. Yeah. Our society's yeah. built it that way. Yeah. Like, like it's, women have been oppressed for as long as they've been alive on this planet and it's, it's ingrained. And as hopefully it grows as that begins to shift. Um, The sad part is the only way it's going to shift is if women do the work Mm -hmm. within themselves, Mm -hmm. because no one else, just like with the trauma, no one else can do it for you. And so as personally, I am a crusader trying to break down what's oppressing. um, It doesn't change the fact that that work still gets to be done. And so, um, just believing and knowing that that you're infinitely capable and coming back to that space every time you make a choice is what would be the choice of someone who's infinitely capable that's that's such a great message and I know me personally like that was something that like in my healing journey that was something that I came to realize I'm like oh like I always thought I was a really confident person but I was filled with like subconsciously so much self-doubt and so little worth, like put everyone else first and Mm. it completely shifted everything, everything. Mm. Like when you realize your worth, it's just like, and like, I think what, like the passion that I see in you, like that's the passion that like I feel is when I'm like, no, I want, I want you to realize your worth. I want you to step into your power. I want you to step into your authentic self because I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like on this side. And then I know what it feels like on this side. I'm like, oh yeah, come over to the side. Like it's so much better, but it is a lot of work. Like it's a lot of work to do that. But I love that you're, you help your clients to build that because that is so foundational. And like you said, especially for women, especially in our society, I think for men too. I think, I think totally. a lot of, a lot of men need, really need to realize that they are capable of love too. 100%. I, I think it's across the board. And, um, yeah, it's the reason that I began exploring emotional intelligence and how that has the capability of unlocking authenticity, unlocking self-love. And so currently I facilitate a seven day full in 12 hour day immersion into, 
um, unlocking your authentic self. And the crazy thing is that we do years of work in seven days and people come out the other side who they were meant to be, who they were born to be. And those are the like light my soul on fire weeks because it's it's truly possible to actually transition that in a lot less time, a lot less time than we think. So um, what is, so you've, you've got uh, a program that does that in seven days, 12 hours a day. It sounds like it must be intense. Like what is, why is that so effective compared to people going to therapy for decades sometimes? Like what's Yeah. Good? Therapy is so vital. Like hear me in that. Like I am such mm-hmm. a stand for therapy. Um, it's just another tool. The truth, like truly, it's just another tool. We, it's an experiential training. So we create experiences where you have the opportunity to break through your fears and limiting beliefs. And so what that creates is instead of you conceptually learning it, you physically choose it. And mm-hmm. when we physically choose it, it becomes like muscle memory. We begin so to be that, to What does that look like when you're like physically choosing it? Um, so... Think about this. You're on a date and you have the opportunity to show up authentic or inauthentic, right? And someone says something that would maybe make you feel small. Like you're on a date and this guy makes a comment that might make you feel small. You could choose to interpret it that way and be like, okay, I'm going to choose to be small and give up who I am in this moment. Or you could choose to own your power and stand up And be vulnerable in the conversation of like, hey, can we talk about that comment? Can we talk Mm -hmm. about what that was? Because that doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. That's an experience where you get to choose, right? And so what we create is an abundance of those experiences where you choose to be your authentic self over your fears. You choose to reclaim who you are always meant to be instead of what you've been doing, which is powering, choosing to be small, choosing to give up who you are. Yeah. And so if I can hit you with enough of those across seven days, across all the domains, like we're talking games, we're talking one-on-one work, we're talking coaching, um, experiences with 50, 60, 80 other people, like full, then on the other side is 200 reps in owning and choosing you. And um, that's how people come out the other side with five years of work done because you're choosing it. You're embodying it. You're experiencing it versus just conceptually understanding it. Right. It's like reading a book versus going out and living the book. It's like reading what a strawberry tastes like versus just going out and buying a strawberry. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's what I often say with like clients too, is like, okay, you, you get it, but like, how are we going to act this out? And that's so important. Mm-hmm. And like, as you're like describing this, <laughs> what I'm picturing in my head with your, your seven day program is like this obstacle course and people are just like <laughs> jumping over things. And you're like throwing these like examples at them. And like, ha, huh. <laughs> it's like batting them out of the way. <laughs> that's so funny. I, that's actually a great idea. And it's so not even close, but I love that. Like, <laughs> I love that that's what came up for you. Um, I would consider it like an emotional obstacle course for sure, where you're just choosing to be like, you're choosing into vulnerability, you're choosing into courage, you're choosing into passion and like getting it in your body. So when you're back in your life, you know what it feels like to choose it. Very cool. And how can, how can people 
be more vulnerable in relationships? Like what is the first step to being more vulnerable? Mm. Well, it's such a good question. Um, cause the root is truly like you choose it, but you don't choose it in your brain. You choose it in your heart. And so, so many times we're like, we could feel stuck in a conversation or we could feel unseen or unheard. And we go up to our brain and we're like, how do I find it? How do I fix it? How do I change? How do I maneuver it? Instead of choosing to drop into our heart and take a breath and just, I, I, my definition of vulnerability is being willing to be seen in that moment. So if you choose to allow yourself to be seen for what you're experiencing, you're going to be vulnerably sharing your experience. And so one, especially for women that are wanting their partners to be more vulnerable, um, is it's hard sometimes to really know, was I actually being vulnerable in that moment? Was I being perceived as vulnerable? And so something I always support women with is, can you affirm it when you see it? When you see the vulnerability, can you go, Hey, thank you for being vulnerable. Mm. So that men, this, I mean, specifically for men, but it works across the board, of course, can begin to actually feel what it feels like to be vulnerable because it's not normal and we're not taught how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to put up that like tough exterior and never share your emotions. And... Yeah. So putting it down and then being able to spot it and go that right there, that's vulnerability so that we can begin to know what it feels like and choose it and choose it and choose it and choose it. Um, so I wish there was a secret formula, <laughs> <laughs> but when we're in the opposition, choosing to be seen in that moment and what comes out when we choose to be seen, when we allow ourselves to be seen, Very cool. tends to be a question that can unlock that vulnerability. Hmm. Okay. So can you explain what faking while dating is and how can people show up authentically when they're on their first dates? Yeah. So. The biggest thing that a lot of people battle in dating is the time conversation, because truly time is the one thing we can't get back. We, you can't reverse time and try again, right? You have the time you have is the time you have. And so one thing we, one thing people choose to do in dating that takes away and makes it take so much longer is faking it, showing up inauthentic, showing up as who they want. And we were talking about this a little bit, Christina, like who they want their date to be versus them being themselves and trusting that they're either going to want me for me or they're not the right person. Mm -hmm. And there's such a fear in like, I got to get this one to be the one. This has to be the one. They, I have to make it work. So I'm just going to be whoever. I'm going to try to like feel it out and change who I am so that I don't like ruffle the boat. Like I can rock the boat. I don't ruffle any feathers. Like I want to just be who they want me to be. And I got like, I see it so often, so, so, so often. And like, just pausing even in that conversation and like dissecting it. Okay. So you're going to choose to give up who you are to be liked by a complete stranger. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What are, what are we going to create in that moment? Mm -hmm. Nothing, nothing yeah, that you want. You're creating something so temporary. Like that's not sustainable for anyone, for your relationship. Yeah. Are you going to... Yeah fake literally like your whole life with this person yeah so eventually we begin to let our walls down eventually we begin to show them who we are and sometimes people don't even they just take on these new character traits they're like okay I guess I'm this now because this works in this relationship 
but eventually you let it all down and then the relationship can start. Mm-hmm. If you get there, that's when it starts. And then a lot of times that one doesn't work. And so you've wasted so much time because you've been willing to fake it. You've been willing to slowly let your walls down. And uh, there's a conversation around trust that I have absorbed that transformed my life. And let me be super clear. Like, this is a choice. This isn't a fact. This isn't a truth. It's a choice. It's a stand. And the stand I take is that no one has, uh, no one has to earn my trust. I give trust. I walk with trust. Mm-hmm. Because from that space, I can trust that I'm going to be okay no matter what. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to be okay no matter what, then I am good to be me authentically with every person I come in contact with, including on those first dates. I love no that. What, no matter what, I'm safe. Yeah, I I really like that because it puts it goes back to like that self worth. You're putting your trust in yourself, and sometimes when you're expecting someone to earn your trust you are being fake or there are like these tests or these hoops and, and mm-hmm. there's these walls up. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I love that. That's um, such a, it's a simple concept. Simple like, concept. Yeah. 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 Like well, to he- actually hear it when you <laughs> trust yourself, you're trusting the situation mm-hmm. that you're in and you're trusting that it's either like for you or not for you. Yeah. And either way, you're going to learn something from that, right? Yeah. 100%. And let's like dissect a little bit when we don't trust. Like, let's say a guy comes up in front of you and asks you out and you're like, that guy looks like my ex. I do not trust him. (laughs) Right? Like how common that looks like my, my that looks like my, right? And you're like, hold on a minute. What did this human being do? (laughs) To take on your distrust from that other human. Like you're just carrying it forward. Yeah. Carrying it forward. And some people are like, well, that's my intuition. That's my, my guiding trust. It's within me. And I, I come back to like, but do you actually know? Mm -hmm. You actually know that they're not trustworthy based on nothing. Can you actually sit here and go, I know I can't trust them. <laughs> right? And that right, you laugh. And that's the point is it sounds so silly, but yet it's how, it's how 99% of the world rocks around is I can't trust you. I can't trust you. I can't trust you. Yeah. They're and really carrying so, the baggage. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so being willing to let every human being be who they are in this moment. Like, I don't want people to hold me for who I was a year ago, who I was a month ago. Like, yeah. don't we as humans <laughs> want to be able to reinvent I was thinking about when I went to college and I was like, oh my God, this is the first opportunity I have to be whoever I want to be. Like I can be whoever I want to be. Yeah. But like that should be every day. Yeah. We should be able to w- wake up and go, no, today I'm committed to being loving and passionate and kind and fun. And I'm going to do whatever it takes and to be held to that. And like, okay, great. Like today, Christina's showing up so happy and passionate. And I am going to choose to trust that this is who she is right now. And I'm going to celebrate it and I'm going to play with it and I'm going to love it. Mm-hmm. And so how valuable in dating, like, can you show up and trust and trust? And as much as we like to believe trust comes from outside of us, like the truth is we don't trust people when we don't trust how we're going to be after our interaction with them. Yes. You need to trust yourself first. Yeah. And then, yeah. But if you're not trusting that person, like based off of a past experience or, you know, you think like, 
I've had such a bad dating past. It's just going to continue to be bad. I'm like, why are you putting yourself out there? Why are you wasting everyone's time? Like, you need mm-hmm. to trust yourself and other people, mm-hmm. whether you like yeah. it or not. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's where I think pausing and doing the work to become your authentic self is the most valuable thing you can do in dating. And that's why it's the biggest pillar of my work is if we can unlock who you are authentically as fast as possible, then you can meet the person of your dreams as fast as possible. And so, yeah, that's how we, that's how we do it. That's how you roll. So if, so that is your goal, that is what you're, you're driving for, you're striving for with your clients. Mm-hmm. Um, how can our listeners manifest their dream partner? Like what, mm. What would you, what's like kind of like a baseline that you would say to them if, if they're just starting out and, or they're getting back into uh, dating and they want to manifest their dream partner? Yeah. So the fastest way to get a result is to know what you're looking for, to know what the result you want is, right? The fastest way to having a car is to getting really clear on what kind of car do I want? How much is it going to cost? What is it going to take for me to get there? All the things you need to know right? It's the fastest way to manifest, which is calling in something you currently don't have. And so when I think about finding your dream partner, well, you got to know what, who they are. You got to know what you're looking for. And so I didn't create this concept, but I've shifted it into a way that I find really valuable um, called the dream partner list. And it's basically, how does your dream partner show up in the world? Who are they at their core? And if you can unlock that list from a really authentic space, you have this compass that guides you towards the person you're looking for, but most importantly, guides you away from the people <laughs> you're not, right? So you're not distracted by all these like shiny objects of this guy's <laughs> like really this, but not so much that, but I'm going to give it a shot or this person's this, but not that. So I'm going to give it a shot, right? Yeah. Instead, you're like, no, I know exactly what I want. And so I created this workshop. It's 90 minutes and it's the dream partnerless workshop. And you basically go in needing nothing and you walk out with your heart and your soul's dream partner. And it's so powerful and profound. And I'm giving it to every one of your listeners for free um, because I just stand like, I've seen people find their dream partner just from watching this workshop. Like it's crazy. So you can find it in my TikTok or Instagram bio at Brad J Barnes and the past, the, the discount code is sisterhood. So if oh, you type cool. in sisterhood, it's completely free and you can. Oh, so many people, Brad. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm doing the best I, I can. Love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Of thank course. you. On behalf so, of all of our sisters in the sisterhood yeah. and brothers. It's, <laughs> it's really powerful. They're all women on the call and it really like gives you space to get clear on what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And then once you know, you can go find it. And so the biggest, the biggest foundational piece, the place where every single person I work with starts, even when people stop me, random people, they ask me the same question. What do I do? How do I find it? I'm like, (laughs) go build the list. Um, My, my girlfriend had 38 qualities on the, on her list. And like was steadfast, like it's this or nothing. Yeah. And the secret of the list, because of course you can't just write a list. It's not like, (laughs) you guys remember like when the secret was like all the fad, the book, the secret, did you ever like, 
And it had people believe that like they could close their eyes and be like, I want a five pound diamond. And then it would just like appear in front of them. <laughs> and <laughs> as amazing as that would be, I think it's missing the most valuable step, which is do the work to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the end of the workshop ends with, so what do I do now? I have the list. What do I do? What do I do? The truth is you have to become the list because you attract what you are, not what you want. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I could want to be a billionaire all day long, but if I'm not being the type of person that becomes a billionaire, I'm never going to make it happen. Yeah. And so then looking at the list and going, who am I unwilling to be that I'm expecting someone else to be? Am I truly walking around open to loving people? If I want a partner who's really loving and open. And if not, I know where the work, I know where to start the work. Practice being that, practice being loving, open, compassionate, powerful, uh, whatever it is. And my journey looked like I had the list and I started checking off the boxes. Okay, I now I'm like, I am so fucking powerful. Like I am creating everything (laughs) I want. I am owning it. Okay, done. Playful. Okay, great. Like I, yeah, I totally like, I've been working on it. I'm playful, happy, joyful, fun, outgoing, goofy, like literally practicing and being everything on this list. The last one was compassionate. And I was like, oh, this was a really hard one for me because my ego is super judgmental, like super. <laughs> and I, I like, I'm able to interrupt it obviously because I work with humans and like fall, and my job is to fall in love with people. So I can't judge them and fall in love with them at the same time. So, but I really struggled with it. And I was like, okay, compassion, compassion, compassion. And then finally, like really did the work to get into being a compassionate human being. And when I finally crossed compassion off my list. I kid you not, within four days, my dream partner just appeared in front of me. Wow. That's and yeah. the craziest part is that she is the most compassionate human I've ever met. Aww. And so I would have never been able to see her if I didn't value compassion, right? And I didn't know what it felt like and I didn't know how to be it because she was steadfast. Like if I wasn't compassionate, she would have walked away so fast <laughs> as she works so hard on like, I've never seen someone be able to see the greatness in people Aww. and not see limitations, not see like their pain, their sadness, their hurt, their anger. Like, it's just like, it's her superpower. And so um, I just like the last piece of the puzzle was just being every inch of that list. And I, I acknowledge like I'm in this work at the highest level. So the person I'm trying to call in is not, there's, there's not a lot of them. Right. And even so still found her four days, like y'all four days. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I wasn't even like, I wasn't even like, okay, I'm ready now. No, it was like, I am who I want to be now. That's all it was, was like, I am the man I've always thought to be. I've always wanted to be. I've always dreamt to be. And through that, when that finally locked in. And for some people, it's just a couple things. There's just a couple things for them to find the partner they can grow with. The partner who meets them and they can grow together. Um, And for other people, it's a lot, right? For some people, it's just a lot. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but that's the best way to start is to know it and then be it. Oh, I'm so inspired after that. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to go make my list right now. I'm going to make my list right now. This person. Do it. I'm going to, you know what? Maybe not four days, maybe like five or six days. <laughs> 
I love it. I love it. Well, oh, man. it's all about being more committed to being the list than it is to finding someone. Yes. That's just the truth. Yeah. Like I got to be committed to being who I was supposed to be, yep. who yep. I was made to be. And that's when you manifest the results you want. But like the juicy part are the results you couldn't have even thought of. Like yeah. that's the juice of this work. And it's why I just like, like, it's silly, but like people get married, but also they become rich and they become happy and their relationship with their mom transforms and their relationship with their brother. Like it's, that's just how like, well, you can see it. Cause I do this every day. And yeah. It's, it's how um, you get lit up by humanity. It's, Aww. it's so special. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just want everyone to work with you now because I want everyone to meet you. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, I, and it's so, you know, I, I do these trainings and they're, they're here in Austin and they're, um, they're a lot, they're powerful. They're, they're meant to uncover everything that's not working top to bottom in your life and then actually break through it. They're really powerful. And um, not everyone's at the place to do that work, right? Not everyone's at the place to invest in themselves in that way and do that work. And um, and then I also do one-on-one training, one-on-one with you an hour a week. We go in, we do this work. And I acknowledge not everyone's at a place to do that work because I also value my time because of course I do. That's part of owning my worth, right? Like yeah, owning that I am valuable. And so what I am about to open up is a container where you can come in and just work on anything you want to work on that's not working in your life right now. And it's a couple hundred bucks a month and you get so much value. You have access to really powerful coaches that support you in anything, business, dating, relationships, across the board, health and fitness. Like it's a community of people who are committed to doing the work. And what I see possible is that people have access to working on whatever they want to work on at any time. And so um, it's called the Elevate Community. It launches October 1st. And um, that's going to be the access point for anyone. Like, I think we can really come together. And if we're committed, find a couple hundred bucks a month to put into ourselves. Like, I think, you know, it's around the price of what therapy costs. It's around the price of what a lot of like, group experiences cost. And through that, um, that is the easiest way that I'm, I'm creating access for people to work with me and, um, not only me, but the coaches that I stand for. And the one thing I stand for is integrity, 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 integrity. And so my coaches walk the walk, they walk the talk, they live the trainings that we do. And so I'm really excited to launch that and have that start. Um, and I'm going to add it to my link in my bio on social so that people can sign up and like, just for, just to be interested. And I'll start sending out some emails and some more info on what it looks like, but that's what I'm really, really excited about. And, um, for people, you know, I, I acknowledge like we, not everyone's at the same place wanting to do the work at the, like, I'm ready to go right now, hundred percent. And so having an hour a week with me, with a group of people sharing our experiences, sharing what's not working and getting coaching on that is like, I think it's the biggest value I can give at the lowest price. And so I'm really committed to that. So that's launching October 1st. Oh, 
I'm so excited for you. Yeah, it's amazing. And sometimes all it takes is like just getting your feet wet. Like I think there's a lot of apprehension with people investing in themselves because it's not, uh, you use an analogy of like buying a car before. It's not like you go to a lot and you see the car you're going to buy. Like you have to really trust in the process that what you're doing and like the time that you're giving and the time that someone else is giving to you is going to pay off in the end. It is investment. And it really is. You never lose when you invest in yourself. You never, ever, ever do. Yeah. It's so worth it. Yeah. And for some people, actually committing to investing in themselves is the biggest breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm actually, I am worthy of this. Mm-hmm. I am worthy of putting my money into me because I, I'm worth the investment. Mm-hmm. And that conversation alone is so powerful. And, um, also for people that haven't done it, like $5,000, $10,000, there's, you can't even fathom that it's not, yeah. I like <laughs> so many people are like, what? That's a car. That's a, whatever it's five months. And, and I, I get the conversation cause you don't know the value of investing in yourself. Right. Yeah. And it's why I'm like, okay, so come play for a couple hundred bucks a month. Like yeah. come, come and experience the value of being willing to look at what's not working in my life because I'm worthy of fixing that. And And I think once individuals see that, then it's really a jumping off point. Like you just want more, like you want more of what's going to make you more authentically you. It's going to make you feel better. Yeah. So, um, that's what, that's the mission. And like, you know, even like with the work, I'm not lying to you, the workshop that all of you have access to right now for free. (laughs) Use it, access it. (laughs) Literally I've had, so it's been about six months since I built and put this out. I've had around 400 people go through this workshop and, um, I've had like six or seven people find their partner within a week of going through the workshop. Wow. And you can see the testimonials are on my Instagram. You can see them like I get, (laughs) I get emails. Like, I just have to tell you, I did the workshop. You probably don't remember blah, blah, blah. And that week I found my person and I just like, like, what? It's crazy. (laughs) But again, like being willing to be vulnerable with me, Mm -hmm. can you be vulnerable here with me? And if you can be vulnerable here with me, you just created some foundation and going and doing it with someone else. And the only difference is here with me, you're risking nothing. Yeah. There's no risk. Like, I'm just going to be here and love you and support you. I get that there's a risk being vulnerable out in the world. There is a risk. Like people could reject you. People could say no, they could make you wrong. And of course, none of that's really about you, but it's sure scarier than an environment where there's no repercussion. There's yeah. nothing's going to happen. Right. And so just even creating that space again for you, it's yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, oh, just so good. I feel like the worst case scenario out of this about like doing the work is that you find out who you are authentically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You really have nothing to lose. You don't, you really don't. And everything to gain. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I, when I, the thing I see the most is people are afraid to know because once they know they can't pretend not to know. Yes. (laughs) It's hard to go back. Well, because then you have to do something about it or now you just know that you could be and you're not choosing to. Yeah, right? it makes you worse. It, it can, it can totally feel worse. And that's yeah. why I create opportunity to continue to be in the practice because it's a practice. Like yeah. just like dating is a practice. Like you you can't go out and go on one day and just 
be fully authentic, make up no stories about yourself, <laughs> own it, fall in love. Like, do it does not happen because yeah. it takes practice staying true to who you are in any circumstance. Yeah. Uh, but but freedom is on the other side of it, and it's so worth it. Oh, amazing. Well, thank you for being on our show today, Brad. I feel more enlightened because of this. And I, I honestly, truly, like I said before, our listeners can't see your face, but mm -hmm. I want them to see your face. So I hope they access the free workshop because I know it'll just make so much difference in their lives and just bring so mm -hmm. much magic to their lives. Um, I know you did mention your socials, but one more time, where can listeners connect with you if they wanted to? Yeah. So Brad J Barnes is my handle across the board. Um, my uh, link in my bio on Instagram and on TikTok both lead to the same place, which has the opportunity to work with me one-on-one -on -one, to download the workshop for free with the coupon code sisterhood mm -hmm. and um, as well as join my email list and all the things where you can just dip your toe in the water. Um, plus there's so much content on there. You, you probably have like a good four hours. You could just sit and watch all the content. <laughs> so um, use and abuse everything that's free. And if you want to come and step up to the next level, um, just register up for the Elevate community email list and and um, you'll have the opportunity to pop in there and, and keep growing. Oh, well, thanks, Brad. Good luck to you. Good luck to all your clients. Thank you. You were doing amazing work for so many people. Yeah. That's it for our show today. Thanks for joining. Remember, you can always reach out to us on our socials, on Instagram at sisterhood underscore of underscore healing, or on TikTok at sisterhood of healing. We love to hear from you, so please reach out to us at any time. Thank you for journeying with us today. We'll see you next time.